The following Clock Shelves Entertainment Podcast is brought to you with limited interruptions via our sister show, MCU and Me, exploring the ever-expanding Marvel Cinematic Universe from the beginning in release order. Chat about this and that. Oh, yes, no stress. We keep coming back. JBC and all his friends from far and near. Maybe make you cry, maybe bring you some cheer. So many people with so much to say from pop culture to travel, weird news to QA. No topic is too small here on our show, Paul and All. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Paul and All. As always, I am your host, Paul Casey, and I am delighted to be joined once again by one of my favorite people to talk to in general. Go ahead and reintroduce yourself, sir. What's up, everybody? It is the one and only, the Ellsworth Hamilton Tallman. How are we doing tonight, today, afternoon? <laughs> Whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> um, I'm glad to have you back on the show, sir. It feels like it's been a little while since uh, you, I mean, obviously you and I got to talk before we recorded, but I feel like it's been a while since we got to talk uh, officially on mic. And I remember a while back, I, I hit you up and I said, oh, there's some some discussions that I want to have with you and Kevin, potentially. Uh, there was some things, uh, film business stuff that I want to talk to you about. So I don't want to necessarily go into that today, but that is a tease. Maybe if Kevin hears this, it'll uh, entice him to uh, be on the show and we can sync some schedules up. But I said, you know, I hit you up. I said, hey, you know, got some time today. Are you free? And uh, what did you want to talk about? And and you sent me a, a message back that I thought was uh, very interesting. Let me see if I could uh, uh, quote the uh, message. Um, life, personal growth, and self-realization. So as we record this, we're still a little bit into the new year. We were talking uh, before we started about some you know better eating habits and things like that that we're doing. Um, but I'm just curious, since, uh, since we talked last, on mic at least, um, how has life been for you in general? Um, I'm trying to think of the last time that you were on any of the Clock Shelves podcasts. I know because uh, you and I text quite uh, frequently, so I don't remember what exactly the last conversation was we had on mic. I don't remember if it was Apollonol or um, if it was... Uh, Buffy the first episode or even a Marvel um, but just in general how have you how have you been I've been fantastic I've been great um, actually can I do a little self uh, or a little promo for I guess it wouldn't be self promo it would be promoting somebody else I just finished a book called UOU by Eric Thomas um it's uh, Ignite Your Power, Your Purpose, and Your Way. And uh, great read. Um, anybody out there working on uh, igniting your purpose and power, it definitely helped. Um, I've been great, man. I've been uh, doing some working out and some other things that I started before the, uh, the new year even begun. Um I'm actually closer to a little over, closer to a month in uh, 
you know, making some changes, some personal growth, stuff like that. Some shadow work. It's been great. I, I've, I honestly, man, I feel great physically, emotionally, mentally. Well, so I'm curious. You said it's been a little over a month. Are you? And I, I, I hate to say that I am, but unfortunately, I am. Are you the the type of person? It doesn't sound like it, but I'm just curious. Are you the type of person who is like? it's a new year, it's a new chance, or are you just the type of person who, you know, to, you know, today is the new day and it's, you know, you can, you can start anything. And, Cause, and I, 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 it's today, bro. I said to somebody the other day, uh, as we're recording this, I, I made a comment that, you know, yes, I am, I am going by the arbitrary thing of, you know, new day, new year, new week. Cause of course, 2023 started out all of those things. And, um, you know, it's, uh, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little, I guess, ashamed of myself to say that a lot of times I am that person where I'm not necessarily like the diet starts on Monday sort of person, but I am very much the person who I, I like to kind of start things with something, you know, oh, it's, it's a new month. Okay. You know, or like, I'll be looking going, Oh, I want to do this thing. And it's like, Oh, you know what this, this can coincide with, you know, again, the new month or the new year, or um, it's, it's Thursday. So I might as well just wait until Sunday because it's a brand new week. And so that's when I can start whatever it is, X, Y, and Z or whatever. Sounds like you're not that person. I mean, if you wait till then, you usually don't get it done. Between now and Sunday, there's too many excuses, too many things that could happen. Just got to do it, bro. Just say, tomorrow I'm going to start. Today I'm going to start. Because sometimes it has to be tomorrow. I mean, like, if it's right now, if you said, hey, well, let's start hitting the gym at 5 a.m., you have to start tomorrow. You right. You can't really start today. So there is that. But, yeah, nah, man, I'm with it. I mean, not saying it's always easy or there hasn't been those times, but I find that if I'm more a start today person that things get done. No, and that, that, that makes perfect (laughs) sense. Like I said, I've just, for whatever reason I'm, and I, and I fully admit I am, I am a bit more of a lazy person. I I I do have a lot of uh, procrastinator tendencies, um, and it's not something that I'm proud of. And I've been, especially going into this new year, I've I've been trying to change a lot of that. Um, one of the things, uh, as you and I have talked about many times, so um, I'm actually I just, well, and I didn't even do anything to celebrate, but. Um, I don't know if I've ever told you the story, but all the way back in um, 2000, well, pre-2014, actually. So as you as you know, throughout our friendship, you've known for a, a long time that I, I, I refer to myself now as a storyteller. But I used to say uh, I'm a writer or then for a certain point of time, it was, you know, oh, I, I write and I do podcasts and I do whatever. Now I've just kind of overall encompassed all of that into I'm a storyteller but it used to be for a very long time I want to be a writer I want to be a writer and then yes years back it was I, I think we've had this conversation where I am a writer I write therefore I'm a writer 
I don't have anything necessarily published or anything like that, but I write, therefore I'm a writer. But that was what that was what I always, you know, I always envisioned myself. I was I would write TV and movies and and things like that. And many years ago at this point, I determined and I said, you know, if I'm going to do this, I need to stick, you know, I need to kind of hone this craft. I need to do better. And I remember reading a thing that um, about Jerry Seinfeld. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of Jerry Seinfeld. I think he can be funny. I actually, I, I'm, I was never, believe it or not, I was never a fan of the Seinfeld TV series. I actually liked his uh, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee better because it was kind of about the concept of stand-up comedy and, you know, them like hustling and, you know, doing all of the the shows and what works and what doesn't work. And it was more about kind of the creative process behind that, which I've always sort of enjoyed that that sort of stuff. That's why I like a lot of the behind the scenes features on films. Anyway, I saw a thing once where he, he said that he, um, he practiced in front of his mirror every single day, his, his stand up bits. And for whatever, you know, I don't remember if he, he had a set period of time or what have you, but he practiced every single day. Um, you know, and he, he got himself like a, like a wall, like a desk calendar, and he would put an X on the calendar when he finished that day. And then at a certain point, you uh, you start to look at that calendar and you realize that you have several, you know, many weeks worth of X's in a row. And if you're not feeling it that day, you sort of look and you go, well, I'm not feeling it. But then you the calendar is basically like staring you in the face saying like do you really want to break the chain because it starts to look like a chain link fence and it's you realize you know it, it kind of pushes you it kind of mm -hmm. guilts you into doing it and so i said if i'm going to do this writing thing i need to i need to you know practice it and get better at it and so january 1st 2014 I got a, I, th I believe my mom gave it to me as a Christmas gift. I got a, a, a desk calendar. I put it on my wall right above my computer monitor. And I sat down and I, I was right, you know, whatever I was working on, I wrote it. Because I would write, like I would be like, oh, I got in, the, I'm in the mood to write or whatever. So I wrote and then, you know, crossed it off. And then the next day, I wasn't so much, like I was trying to almost force myself to write. In every generation, there is a chosen one. She alone will stand against the vampires, the demons, and the forces of darkness. She is the Slayer. And now, thanks to Clockshelves Entertainment, we bring you Buffyverse and Converse, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer universe-themed podcast as we re-watch every episode of the beloved franchise. Whether you're a first-time viewer or been a fantastic fan from the beginning, this show has something for you. So check us out wherever you get your podcasts and celebrate with us as we celebrate 25 years of Buffy rolling into Sunnydale and into our geeky hearts. And then sometimes I was like, at first it was, I'm going to write for an hour. Well, it doesn't work like that necessarily. You know what I mean? I'm, I don't just sit there and just type away for an hour. Sometimes I'm like, well, what's this word that I, you know, if I can't think of the word. So then I'm like, okay, does this time that I'm using my thesaurus, does that, 
does that count as part of my hour or, you know, I, I, I believe it or not, Ellsworth, I know this is going to surprise you, but I got in my own head about things. I know you're shocked. Um, so I then started to say, okay, you know, not necessarily an hour, but I just, I'm going to, I'm going to do it however long it is, you know, what have you. And then I didn't necessarily have anything to write. So I went and I would rewrite, you know, punch it up a little bit. Okay. And then later that year, I started what was technically my second attempt at a podcast. It was a Star Trek uh, rewatch podcast with a friend of mine. And we were audio recording it and video recording it. And I was taking care of all of the production. So then I would be going to work during the day, coming home, either recording those or getting to edit those or what have you. And I would spend several hours on it. And I realized I then had to write. And I'm like, well, I just did quite a bit of create. I mean, granted, it wasn't writing, but it was a creative effort. I, you know, I, I put the, the time and the effort into recording these podcasts. And then I spent, you know, the time and the effort editing them and whatnot. And that's when I slowly morphed into doing something creative every day as opposed to writing every day. And um, I've actually, been, again, I've been doing that every day since uh, January 1st, 2014. So it's nine years I've been doing that. Um, so I am proud to say that. And um, it's it's gotten, you know, I, if I'm sick, I wake up and I maybe just like send myself some notes, whether I've been on vacation or what have you. I always find you know, the time to do it and nine times out of 10. If it's not something I do first thing when I wake up, it's it's either in my quote unquote downtime during the day or I make sure that I do it right before bed, because right before I lay down at night now, I have like a checklist, a mental checklist that I go through because a few years ago I started my daily Instagram account and now um, I try to do uh, two TikToks a day. So I have this checklist that I go through in my mind. Did I do something creative? Yes. Did I take a picture? Yes. Did I do my two TikToks? Yes. Okay. Can and, I stop you, Bo? Yes. Um, that's awesome. And that that got the ball rolling. But now it shouldn't be like, did I do them? It should be, what did I do that's beneficial? Like you can do two TikToks, but what did those two TikToks do for you? How did they move along the creative engine of whatever it is? Like I don't even know what it is you're 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 trying to do. But I, I mean, I'm just asking. I'm just I'm just curious. I'm not trying to call you out. I'm just I'm just curious, like because again, I've been reading these books and like I, I'm I'm having to call myself out on this, like the key to this seems to be that if you want this, you do it as much as you breathe. So that's, 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 that's what I'm reading. So unfortunately that is, and I know, I've, I know on one of the podcasts I've talked, I think maybe you and I even talked about it uh, once before. Um, unfortunately, you're not the first person to, uh, to call me out on something like that because somebody else once asked me, you know, you do all of these things, but what's the end goal? And honestly, but, I, I, I but, don't. But that person, but that person was asking you for a different reason. Well, yes, of course. 
but I I don't know. I got to be honest with you. I don't know. I want you to do TikToks, but I want you to do TikToks like, like, fuck, dude. I don't know what I don't know what you're doing because I don't fucking have like I have a TikTok account, but I'm not logged into TikTok. I don't watch TikToks. Like I'm not on TikTok, watching shit, posting shit. Like I started an account, and then when I traded my phones, I couldn't log back in because I forgot my password, and I have yet to log into that shit. Well, when I well with the new year, so what I was doing was well, like would... B Rock. Brian, the dude who just to sidetrack you, the film like Peter, he films for the Sixers and he films some boy doing some dance. Um, it's got like 5 million views. ESPN just reposted it. Like it has nothing to do with the stuff he's doing, his wedding stuff and his other stuff, but he knew it would be a blow. It would blow up. It would be a viral TikTok. So I'm just telling you, like, maybe some of your TikToks don't need to do with you or anything that you're about. You need to do something that's like going to get views. So people come look at your other stuff. Well, that's so I was doing I would do two. So I had a I had a, a an account that got banned. And so then I started a, a new account and I was doing, you know, I started doing two videos a day and I do one that's like, you know, like something like a filter or not necessarily something that's, you know, trending or, or something like that. But I would do, you know what I mean? Like I would use one of the audios that people are using or what have you. And then I started doing every day. Um, the nineties were Paul that, and those ones started to get a decent amount of views. And then I decided with the new year, I'm not going to do the nineties were Paul that every day. So I've started posting clock shelves related things. And I might do like I have some ideas for like some sketches and things like that that I might do, but I'm gonna I'm I'm trying to constantly I'm I'm now I'm trying to get a little bit more of the creative side out there in the second one that I do a day, whether it be hey we do this podcast called Paul and All, or hey we do this podcast MCU and Me, or hey we do this uh, we well we now we have a, a wrestling yeah, but podcast. That's what I'm saying. Again. Everything you just said said, hey, we do this. None of those are just like funny TikToks. None of those are just TikToks that have nothing to do with a podcast. No, the other one. No, because again, I do two a day. So the other one is or is the equivalent of that one that you're talking about. Okay, because that's, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to not say you shouldn't promote your stuff, but you just need to get people looking at you, even if it's you doing the, the biggest trend that everybody else is doing. Well, and that's, I, I mean, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be cliche like that, but you, no, 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 like, but I'm going to get the views, then you got to get them, bro. And you got to well, do, you know, no. And I know that. And I'm not, I'm not going to go into the whole algorithm thing and whatever. Like I get, I don't want to say good view. I mean, I get decent views, a couple hundred. I mean, it's not, again, it's not like a couple thousand or anything, but I get, you know, I get a couple hundred views on my videos. I just, for whatever reason, it's they're they're just not, you know, blowing up. And I'm not, you know, I'm not upset about it or anything, um, but it's just something that I'm, I don't know. I, I, I can't, I can't fully answer the question that okay. you, that you initially asked, which is like, you know, what's it all, not what's it all leading to, but I, I, I can't fully answer that because I, I don't know if I have the full picture in my head just yet. You know, and I'm hoping that this year with 
with some stuff that I'm that I'm trying to do that I could get back into that. You and I, um, not to not to you know give anything away, but you and I have been talking about uh, like a writing project. You know what I mean? So I've been I've been trying to get you know back into the the writing headspace. Um, I'm trying to take some of the stuff that I have written and maybe try to work those into again like I, I did once as a as an episode of Paul and all where I did like a radio play you know what I mean to get some of that creative stuff back out there I wrote um it took me maybe what was it like a year year and a half or so I wrote um the first draft of a of a book that would be the first in a book series so I'm going to revisit that this year you know what I mean in addition to whatever else but I'm 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 trying to find, and I know you, you just said about this, I think it was before we started about balance and I'm trying to find the balance between all of my creative stuff right now. That's what I'm, that's what I'm, I'm using some of this, this. Um, Maybe you don't need balance. Maybe you need to pick one and focus on it. I can't, I, I, I just, I straight up, I can't, no matter what it is, I can't do it. I can't, I've never been, I've never been that person ever. Like literally. So my cousin, um, he, uh, he, well, now he just got a job uh, as of this recording. He just got a job working at the casino and he's very happy about it. But one of the things that he's always wanted is to be a musician. And he's the person who, and, and I, I love him to death. He's posted songs on TikTok, or I'm sorry, not on TikTok, on on YouTube, and they don't get more than say 30, 40 views, mm -hmm. and then he takes them off of YouTube because he's like, "Well, this didn't blow up, so people must not like it." And I try to tell him like, "You can't necessarily go by that." You know, he did his one. I think it was like his first TikTok. He posted it. He's like, "Oh man," he's like, "It got 200 views, but only like two likes." So it must not be that good. And I'm like, you've had it up for a week, like, and you don't post anything else. So the algorithm isn't going to like promote that one video, you know, but he's, he's very much like, if it doesn't take off immediately, then, then it's done. And he's always writing new music or lyrics. And he's, you know, I have this idea for an album and I have this idea for an album and he'll come to me and he'll be like, can you help me with this? Can you, you know, whatever. Cause I'm, I'm, not not anything like you know starting my own record label over there or anything but you know i have like an idea of like oh i you know musically oh this sounds good do this and i'll I'll do that where he'll be playing something and i'm like wait go back 10 seconds that one note like isolate that one thing or whatever and i'll and i'll kind of pick apart little things like that and i'll be like okay so what if you do this to this note and whatever and you know like i'll, I'll help them with stuff like that and we you know we work on stuff and he'll come over and we'll be talking and then it'll suddenly get into other conversations, whether it be about music or TV or, oh, you know, he, he wants to show me a TikTok or I want to show him a TikTok or, you know, this is what happened at work today or what have you. And it's just we go off for hours and then we we don't end up working on any music. And literally the other and I just posted about this uh, not long ago on my Instagram. I. <laughs> Literally was hanging out with him until about 145, 130, 145 in the morning. I drove him home and I came back and we wrote this uh this idea for a country song about six months or so, maybe a year ago, 
because we were joking of like, you know, just like any other song and genre, there's there's like a formula to what works. So we were like, ooh, let's do, because I think he was telling me, and I don't know because I don't really listen to Post Malone. I guess Post Malone always wanted to do like more kind of rock stuff. Mm-hmm. But his rap, I guess, stuff was like what took off. So it got him in the door. So now he can work with like Ozzy and, you know, things like that. So uh, we were like kind of half joking, like, "Ooh, let's write a country song. That'll go big. And then that's that could be our way into doing, you know, other stuff and what have you. And so we wrote this and he unfortunately he ended up um he lost the uh the the music that we had but i went into garage band on my mac again it was 145 in the morning i went into garage band on my on my macbook and i took some pre-recorded loops i took the lyrics that i had written and within by 2:30 a.m. i had put together the full song the full country song me doing all of the the singing, you know, parts and and whatnot, using these pre-recorded loops or whatever. And I was like, why can it never work like that when I'm actually sitting here with him when we're supposed to be working on music? But at 1.45 in the morning, I can put together and sing and whatever, an entire, like, parody country song. You know, I'm like, I can't even, I'm like, you know, and I, and I, I, think i don't know if i had mentioned it to you or whatever but i know i mentioned it to him i was like my buddy is he he wants me to help him you know work on this you know work like, like i said you and i are, are trying to work on like a writing project and sometimes i just sit there and i'm like right right damn it and it just it just doesn't work but like i said and then like randomly i can just be like country song that doesn't really matter boom and it's and it's done you know, so I can't I, I for whatever reason, I, I can't ever just focus on one thing. I can't just be like, OK, podcast, because then I'll be walking around work one day and something will click and I'll go, "Ooh, that's a story idea. And then I want to pursue that. Hey, man, I, I get it. I'm just trying to help you focus on something that will allow you to, you know, platform yourself to be able to do all these things. You know, instead of running around, it sounds like, you know, from idea to idea. And I mean, I get it totally. It's been in a lot of plates. Um, and, you know, we, we just want to let the, the listeners know um, this is not sponsored by TikTok in any form or fashion, <laughs> because I've heard that word more than any other word in this podcast so far. And I just want the viewers to know we're not getting paid. I'm not we, opposed we, to we, it. We, I would certainly take the check, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm not opposed to it. If uh, if they want to, uh, if they want to sponsor the podcast, I'm not opposed to it. Um, um, but yeah, no, I mean, you know, I get it. You're all like, look, I, the same thing used to happen in the studio. I mean, I'm not saying it was always like that, but it happened like that in the studio. We usually what would happen is you'd go in there work on one song and you'd end up creating a whole nother song and now you still or not even finishing it now you got two unfinished songs but um i think it's the people man i'm not like i'm not trying to knock i don't you know i'm not speaking ill like it's there's a formula to the to people like you have to like that's why you can't man you don't take your boys to the studio when you go to work like People who want to work, work when it's time. And like that just, 
you know, there were nights when I knew to keep my butt out of the way because Tate and Milo, they were in work mode and I wasn't. My my mind wasn't in work. So I knew to I knew that if I talked to them, if I interacted with them, I was gonna take them out of the zone and work wasn't gonna get done. That I want to hang out with them, yeah. But it meant but work needs to get done. Work needs to get done. I go put my headphones on and play some video games or I or go to my go to my house. Remove myself from the situation so that I'm not messing up the flow of work. Because I know what it's like when people are in when I'm in the flow of work and other people are around who aren't about the work or they are, but they aren't at that moment. Yeah. Look, man, and again, I'm not trying to say, but like, you know, you guys spend all that time together and, you know, like you said, you worked when you were alone. You know what I heard you say that you guys wanted to hang out and catch up and like show each other TikToks. Well, like granted, granted you toss some ideas around and stuff like that, but like, you know, it should have been like, oh, let's go to work. Like, you can bullshit and you can do this and the other. But, like, again, this goes back to, like, this is why, like, I'd rather do this with my Saturday night than go out. Because, to me, I feel like this is beneficial in some form or fashion because it's pursuing towards something that I kind of want to do, a goal, like, well, hey, listeners, let's talk about Raw, reflecting and analyzing wrestling with Paul and Kyoto. It's the show where we go back in time and take a look at the first episodes of Monday Night Raw. 30 years in the making. It's Raw, reflecting and analyzing wrestling with Paul and Kyoto, a co-production of Clock Shelves Entertainment and Renegade Pop Culture. Well, and I, I said this to you, like, that's, I think that's part of what this year is, is going to be for me. So the last two years, unfortunately, I've, I've been very lax on, you know, getting the podcasts out and whatnot. And and my buddy James uh, has been on me for a few weeks now about, you need to start posting, you need to get on a schedule and things like that. And that's where I was going with, with uh, sort of my checklist And so now um, I wake up, uh, well, for a few years now, I've, you know, I I read, uh, before I put my feet on the floor, I read a chapter in the Bible, and then I get my work done, you know, then I, then I get up, I either go to work or what have you. But now I've been, um, after that, I get up and I do, I'm not doing like a hardcore workout, I'm just doing like a few things that I, that I know how to do until I feel more comfortable to say, okay, now I'm ready to start really working out or, you know, what have you. Um, but I've been, I've been doing something, you know, a little bit with that. And that's, that's now part of my checklist at the end of the night is I look and I go, okay, did I do this? Did I do this? Did I do this? And what have you. And, you know, I think that a lot of that is bringing me, even I have a, a, a step count, you know, I'm trying to get X amount of steps minimum per day now and even if that just means okay uh, i didn't reach that goal so let me just walk back and forth across my apartment a bunch of times just so i can get that cardio and you know whatever else going because i've found that over the last year or so since i i've been at this this job that i'm at now i don't i don't lift things as much i don't move around as much uh, because i'm driving now so i'm not walking to get the bus anymore you know what I mean? Things like that. So I've, I've become 
very lazy in that way. So I'm trying to, to get back to a point where I can, I can be a little bit more, a little bit more active than I was. And I'm trying to get back on a better, on a better posting schedule with the podcast and things. And I'm trying to get ahead on some stuff, you know, like realistically this episode that we're doing, I have maybe two or three more ahead of this and then i have maybe one or two that i'll post after this you know what i mean in terms of of what i got going on with just this one particular podcast and i'm trying to get that way with with some others too so i'm trying to um get a handle on budgeting my my time better you know, I'm not necessarily saying that I wake up like you said, you wake up at what is it like 4 a.m. every day. I'm 430. not 4:30. I'm not at that. I'm trying to I'm trying to make it so that it's not OK. I, I work at noon, so I can't wake up. You know, I, I got to wake up at 11. You know, it's like, OK, well, if I work at noon, let me, you know, now, OK, instead of getting those few extra hours of sleep. Let me wake up. Let me go do the, you know, let me get a few extra steps in for the day. Let me get, you know, a little bit of that, that workout in. Let me maybe try to get the creative thing, whatever it is, you know, what editing you a podcast. What time do I work until? No later than nine. Okay. Why? Gotcha. I was just trying to figure out like why you're waking up so late. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Is like I'm not necessarily like, man, saying, shit, bro. You could be in bed by midnight, be up at six, seven o'clock in the morning, man. That gives you all morning to conquer the world before you go to work. And I saw a thing recently where this guy was talking about how he doesn't he doesn't conform to twenty four hour days. He's like, I get four days in where you have one day, and the person was like, What do you mean? And he goes, I wake up at six. I get as much accomplished as I can from six until noon. That's one day. He goes, and then if I want to sleep from noon until six at night, that's another day. And I just slept that day away. And then from six at night until, you know, whatever. And he's like, he's like going through and he's like budgeting out like every few hours is a day for him. He's like, I, and I was like, that's a good mindset. I'm not sure I could get into that. But I was like, that's an interesting mindset where he's just like from six until noon, you know, 6 a.m. till noon. He's like, that's one day. And I just I just do as much as I can. I go, I, I get work done. I do my errands and and whatever. Um, I can't necessarily again for. Mostly it's it's a me thing. I am when push comes to shove, I, I am more of a lazy person. I and I'm not saying that anybody else is or isn't this way but i would much rather just watch youtube or whatever whatever streaming service you want to choose i would much rather do that than actually make content and i love making content i love doing these podcasts i really do i've i've said for a few years now doing these is has been my my happy place for for a few years now you know getting to talk like getting getting to talk with you and getting to to 
become better friends with you since, you know, since we were introduced by Kevin, you know, getting to talk about about Lost, about Marvel, about anything and everything like we do here on on this show. This has been, you know, my my happy place. But if push came to shove, I would much rather just sit back and be entertained than actually trying to create the content itself. That doesn't work. That's not beneficial to, you know, any goals that I want to accomplish, obviously. So it is, you know, getting up and and not necessarily saying that, like, this isn't like a struggle for me to sit here and, and do this, you know, but if I hadn't said, you know what, I'm gonna, you know, I, I have I have the Saturday night free. Um, you know what? Let me just see what what Ellsworth is doing. And I, you know, I again, I don't want to say I pushed myself, but I for lack of a better phrase, I pushed myself. I said, send him the message. And I did. And now we're doing this. But if I hadn't, I would literally just be watching YouTube, scrolling. I'll be asleep. <laughs> I'll be asleep. I ain't gonna lie, man. Well, I took a nap before this. So. <laughs> oh, man, one of the, I, I've been trying, man. Hopefully tomorrow I can get one of these nights I'm going to get to bed. Like like I said, I've been making a lot of changes and cutting some things out of my life. And so I've been like the last week I've been going to bed between 10 and midnight as opposed to like 9 and 10. So like those couple of hours, you know, Six well, six hours is pushing it. So now that I, you know, on some nights when I've cut it down to four and a half hours, and then I get up and I go to the gym, and then I go work, and then I come home and I go to the gym, and then I go to sleep, and I get up and I go to the gym, and I go to work, and I come home and I go to the gym, and then I do it again. And I mean, well, I'm not saying that's all I do. I squeeze, but I I find when I get home from the gym, I go like 45 minutes in the morning. When I get home from the gym. The key, the key, Paul, is to not look at your phone and just start doing things. I read, cook breakfast, man, I do so much shit and don't look at my phone. And by like 8 a.m., I'm like, damn, I did way more in the last three hours than most people will do who are getting up right now in the next three and I know that for a fact. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And I mean, I'm not even trying to like pat myself. I just, and like, that's why when you read or you hear about people who are successful or they're these guys in charge or whatever, they all are 99% of them. I don't want to say all, but 99% of them are early risers. Yeah, there was a there was a, a clip that went viral a few years ago of Steve Harvey talking about that. I don't know if you saw that or if you remember that or anything, but it was basically. Yeah, but I love the stuff he says. He was he was saying, um, I can't quote it exactly, but he said something along the lines of, "You, especially if you live on the West Coast, he's like you cannot sleep until eight or nine in the morning." He's like the stock market opens. What time does the stock market open? Like five or six a.m. every day. Yeah, I mean, right? it opens early on the yeah. It's let's just say let's just say it's six, just for argument's sake. We'll just say it's six. He said if you sleep, if you especially on the West Coast, he's like if you sleep until nine, stock market has already been open 
for three hours. You know, like that's a good portion of your day that people on the other side of the country were making choices for you that you had no, like you had nothing to, to deal with. You know what I mean? Because you decided to be asleep, you know, cause he went on this whole thing about how um, in the Bible, it says uh, about how, you know, if you sleep too much in the folding of hands and whatnot, I don't necessarily agree with the, the I think the context is different. I'm not going to get into a whole biblical discussion sort of thing but it the, the verse or verses were talking about sort of the concept of laziness and how you know when when you get a little too lazy you don't get things my so one thing and and I'm I'm going to go on a slightly religious thing so if you'll forgive me for just a moment when we were when I was younger when I was a kid my mom and I we were not like we were not well off or wealthy by any means we lived in low-income housing. I'm not saying this is like a pity me sort of thing. It's just true. We lived in low-income housing. We were on food stamps. My mom didn't really work. It wasn't until a few years after that she, you know, started the 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 face and body art business, you know, and even that took a little bit of time to sort of gain some traction before it, you know, became as big as it is in the area, you know. But we didn't have a lot. We did like from the time my parents split until I was entering high school, um, we didn't have cable because we couldn't afford it. And there were so many things. And I, until I, until later, I never realized how I knew it was bad, but I didn't know how bad it was until, you know, later on when I looked and realized, you know, you start to realize how expensive things actually are and things like that. And I always asked her like how, you know, whatever. And she would always say, God will provide for us. And I, I didn't understand that. And it, that doesn't necessarily, it, it, you know, at first I was just like, Oh, okay, cool. God will take care of it. Great. Like whatever, you know, but it's not that like, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't just be out there and, and, and do nothing and whatever. And, but it was, we were doing the things that we should, you know, she helped out at the church. So somebody might say, you know, uh, here, you know, and they would, you know, here's whether, you know, even if it was just something as simple as, um, you know, an extra loaf of bread or, you know, whatever, like that, that can mean a lot, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and there's, there's an old, there's an old story. Um, and it's, uh, you know, a guy who, you know, hears on the news that there's going to be a major flood in his area. So, you know, you should start evacuating. And he says, well, I don't need to worry. God will take care of me. And then the streets start to flood. So, he sees a lot of his neighbors packing up and they're like, come on, you want to go? Like, we'll give you a ride out of town. And he goes, no, 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 God will take care of me. And then the water starts to rise. So he's up on the second floor and, you know, people are coming by in boats and things like that. Come on, we're heading out of town. No, 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 God will take care of me. And then he gets up onto the roof and there's a helicopter flying by, drops the ladder down. Hey, come on. You know, they shout down to him, come on, hang on and we'll, we'll get you out of here to safety. And he goes, no, 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 God will provide for me. And then he eventually drowns because the water gets so high and he gets to heaven and, you know, he says, you know, God, where were you? And he said, who do you think sent the news report, the neighbors, the boat, the helicopter? Like, eventually you have to do something for yourself, too. <laughs> you know, no, <laughs> like it's it's, 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 it's yeah. And so it was, you know, it, it 
Yes, and and I true and I truly to my core, I do believe this. And I ended up a few years ago. Uh, we were, you know, I was not doing so well financially. My mom and I, we were not doing so well. Just you know, a little bit before you and I became friends, I was not doing very well. And she got worried about stuff. And I looked at her and I said, "God will provide for us." And of course, she started crying because that was what she used to tell me. You know, whatever. But it was absolutely true. And, you know, I don't want to say things fell into place because I don't believe that that's how that happens. But opportunities arose for us, for, for both of us. You know what I mean? To have different avenues, whether it be to make money or to network for the possibility of of making money. And, you know, I, I believe I, I don't believe in luck. I believe in blessings. Just me personally. That's the, you know, and and I do believe that in in various aspects of life I have been blessed in many ways, more ways than I deserve, truly. But you have to go out there and you have to work for it as well. And so that's why I'm saying like I've I've been doing some of the stuff, you know, I've been doing the creative stuff. And I took some time off, you know, and what have you. And now that I'm that I'm trying to get back into a more uh, not necessarily a regimented schedule of wake up at this time, do this by this, whatever. But I am trying to definitely get back into the swing of, OK, we're doing this and we're doing like we're, we're doing all of these things in one day. And like you said, you know, the question now is, how is it beneficial towards whatever the next thing that we're trying to build is? And that's that's what I I think and I hope that this year will be. I, I that's the question is how is it beneficial to what we're trying to build here in whatever aspect, whether that be my you know I, I always refer to my job for money or my creative efforts or what have you. That's you know how is this beneficial? No, I'm with you, man. The next eighteen to twenty four months are going to be huge. huge big big things are coming in the next 18 to 24 months man i'm telling you and for what it's worth i just want to i just want to throw out there so um i had uh this conversation with someone over the last few months and unfortunately i it it embarrassed this person and i didn't mean to um but someone that i was talking to uh i went out for lunch the mm. one day and i i this person asked me, oh, are, you know, can you get me the salad? It's either the soup or the salad, whatever, from wherever you go. And I said, yeah. And I got there and I didn't know what size. So I got the bigger one. So I always just assume, you know, get the bigger one and, and whatever. And she didn't want the bigger one. She wanted the smaller one. And I was like, okay, well, now I know for next time. And I said, well, because I, I said, my thought was, if you don't eat all of it now, you could. And she goes, yeah, I could just throw it away. And I was like, well, I was thinking, like, put it in the fridge, have it for leftovers, you know, whatever. I was like, that's how I know you're rich, because you could just be like, just throw food away, you know. And she's like, I'm not rich. And I was like, when you're talking like that, you know, like just throwing food away, like that's rich people talk. I was joking. I was, you know, busting chops and whatever. And then a little while later, we were talking about um, uh, just the concept of having the heat on in the winter. And I was myself and someone else were saying how, you know, when when we were kids or whatever, it wasn't it was, oh, you're cold. 
put on socks. You're still cold? Put on long sleeves. You're still cold? Put on a sweatshirt. Wrap yourself in a blanket. And then we'll discuss ter- turning the heat on. You know? <laughs> and this person, the 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 one person was like, you know, turn the heat on or whatever. And we, we were like, that's rich people talk like jokingly again that's rich people talk and apparently this that person got a little upset about that and i did again i didn't think anything of it i just to me it was just kind of busting chops and and whatever and so um i actually found this whole thing this whole reddit thread recently about you know what are things that when you were a kid you thought were like rich things and one of them was like having the the refrigerator that has the ice thing on the outside or having a refrigerator that has two doors you know one side is the refrigerator one side is the freezer like little things like that you know somebody you know people said having your own driveway for some people was like a rich person thing you know because that's something they didn't have and it took me thinking about it where i realized there are things that i have now that my younger self would think that I'm incredibly rich, not incredible, but that I'm rich for, I mean, yeah, you, you know, you would have made that comment to yourself. Right. A hundred percent. Because like the traveling that I've done. Yeah. The, well, that's rich people talk, bro. You've been to Hawaii. That's rich people. talk. Twice. Bro. Twice. Twice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, throw that twice in there. See, you had to let it be known twice. That's rich people talk. Homie. Right. I know. And that's, the thing. I ain't been to Hawaii once. I've been twice. You better get your back straight, bro. And that's the thing is like, so like if somebody says that, like I like, again, I don't, and like even, so when I, when I moved in here. And then you drank, I know Hawaii is not cheap, bro. And you was just drinking every night, man. Ooh, that's rich people. He was on rich people vacation. You were hanging out with Kevin. He's rich, bro. I know he is. I've seen, I see, his, I've seen his apartment. He's got I, a cl- his collectibles are worth millions. See, so him, like, I'll joke, like, he's, you know, because, like, he has, he has, like, a, you know, like, a home. Like, I have, like, an apartment, you know? Like, I'm always, like, that's rich people, you know, whatever. So, like, I'll, t- you know, I'll joke with him. I'll joke with, with Jake, you know, as well. And, you know, like, that's, you know, because I don't, again, I don't think of myself that way. But my younger self would see me currently. When I first moved into this apartment, and even for maybe a year or two after, everyone used to tell me, you know, oh, you, you know, you don't make, not that I didn't make a lot of money, but I didn't make a lot of money. You know, you could probably apply for, you know, like food stamps or something like that. I hated that when I was growing up, I hated the fact that, that I was on food stamps and like, I was embarrassed by it, you know, free lunch at school, like that kind of thing embarrassed me. And I'm also, I'm trying to get free lunch. (laughs) Give me some free lunch today, bro. But I won't be embarrassed. I'm also of the belief and I know it doesn't work this way and I'm not going to get into the whole, you know, political argument about it, but I'm also of the belief that if I can afford, I may not be able to get, you know, whatever the, the, the higher end of whatever the, the product is, but if I can afford to get it, then someone else can benefit from that food, you know, the food stamps more than me. If I don't need it, then let someone else have it. You know, if I ever if I ever fell into a place where I was, you know, down, like incredibly financially or or, you know, I got some bitches in 2020. What's that? I got it in 2020 when COVID hit. I got food stamps. I took man. I got all that shit, bro. 
Right. I, and I wasn't I, working. I took all the free money. You want to know why? Because there's so many people out there who are manipulating the system, having all kinds of random kids and cheating in the system for free shit. I needed it, bro. I used it. I didn't keep using it after I didn't need it no more. And that's so I, I fully support that as well. Like Fuck, I <laughs> no, no, no. And I do. Because that's what that's, it's there for. Right, man. Like I needed a helping hand to get back up on my two two feet. Bang. Got up there. I don't need your help no more, bitches. I'm on my own. Peace. I, now, I today, fully... if they want to give me free lunch today, right now in 2023, I'll take it because I eat like 20 to 30 dollars worth of fucking food at lunchtime, bro. I do fully believe it is it and it should be a temporary thing. Like I said, I'm not going to get into the whole thing. But again, my thought process has been for years now, if it's not something I need, you know, then let someone who who needs it, you know, use it. Like like you said, you know, you needed it, so you used it, you know? And so I've been like and that's I don't want to say it's a point of pride for me, but it kind of is like I've, you know, and I, and, and I know, and I'm not saying this is anything against you, but I know a lot of my friends who, who can't say that at various points for whatever. And again, I, you know, I had it when I was a kid, but since I've become an adult, I haven't. And like, it is almost a point of pride for me that like, I haven't had that. Am I, you know, am I on like the budget with my, my, you know, my gas bill? Yes, of course. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I'm going to get on that because I know that I can pay a little bit more in the summer when I'm not using it and, you know, pay a little bit less in the winter or what have you. I don't think that's necessarily like I think that's just smart economics. Um, But, you know, I, I've like I said, like, you know, the trips and, and being able to like, you know, the fact that I have my own like my younger self probably would have never thought that I'd be able to to get a car. You know you what know, I mean? You got a MacBook, don't you? I do. Man, you rich, rich, bro. Right. That's like Macs are rich, rich people, man. You like rich, rich. And that's to me. And again, and I, you got a car. <laughs> and one day I, was, I just got a car. I think it would be fun to go through. Yeah, the, I uh, didn't even get a car. My car didn't even come from me. You, you rich, rich, bro. I think it would be fun to go not not tonight, but maybe another time. I think it would be fun to go through like that Reddit list and see what different people consider like rich people things, you know, or at least what they thought were rich people things. But again, like I said, for me, I was just busting chops, but I can also look at it and say, you know, and, and I think the person who I said that to, I think they thought that I was saying that they were like born with a silver spoon in their mouth. No, I know that they and their family worked very hard for what they have, but have been to their house. It's a nice house. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like it's it, it is it's a very nice house. Like it's a house that like if I were to show you, you would be like, oh, this is a nice house. You know, it's not like a mansion or anything. But it's definitely like nicer than anywhere I've ever lived. You know what I yeah, mean? I've lived it, man. Uh, after living in nice houses, I'm going to tell you right now, man, give me a little one bedroom. I mean, not one bedroom, one story ranch style house with some land. Hello, all listeners of Clock Shelves Entertainment. I am Jacob, known as the streaming demon over at Renegade Pop Culture. Need a distraction from all the chaos in the world? Well, so do we. And that's why we discuss all kinds of media that we love. Movies, cartoons, music, comics, games, you name it, we cover with gaming respectful, honest, and enthusiastic perspectives. 
Find us on Podchaser, Banana Meter, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Or hop over to RenegadePopCulture.com. Renegade Pop Culture. Need an escape? So do we. I don't want big, bro. It's not. Nice. Well, that's the thing. It's not. It's not big, but and it's just obviously nice. everybody has their own different. It's just nice. Yeah. It's modern. Um, but like, like I said, I was just busting chops. But then I, you know, I had to. I, I sat and I did. I was like, you know, my my younger self. And and then the funniest part is, I went out to dinner, um, maybe a week or two as of this recording, a week or two ago with with my mom, and um, where we went, uh, I'm actually we're actually friends. Well, we're. I'm friends with one of the waitresses. She knows one of the other waitresses and I, I, you know, I've become friendly with her as well. And um, it was the first time I had seen my friend uh, in quite a while. So she would come by our table quite a bit more than, you know, she would some of the other tables just because she would, you know, talk with, with us and whatnot. And um, she came over and she, she brought the bill and she put it down and we're just sitting there and we're talking and whatnot. And, all of a sudden I just reached into my wallet, pulled out my card, put it, and I just handed her the the card and the, and the receipt. And she walked away. You know, we were done talking, obviously I wasn't like rude about it, but she walked away and I looked and I went, I didn't even look at the bill. That's some rich people shit. Like (laughs) went out to dinner and I didn't even look at the bill. That is some rich people shit right there. (laughs) I mean, I just, I always just like I've done it. I've handed them the car, and they're like, "You don't want to look at the bill." I'm like, "I, I gotta, but do looking at it, do I get it half off?" Right. If I well, look was... at it, do I get to find a discrepancy on there and like say, "Hey, no," like. Well, that was my thought. I was like, "I know I have the money in my account. I what's the like, you know, like you said, other what than am I that gonna... they overcharge you for something, but at the end of the day, that happens such a, like infrequently, yeah." And realistically, gotta, like she's it was my friend, like I know she's not gonna like dick me over on the on the bill or whatever, you know what I mean? Right. So I just but I and I went to the the person who I I said because now it's become a joke. I I, I don't I don't think the uh, the person that I initially said it to is as offended now. But I went and I I told that story, and the person was like, "Ooh, that is rich people things." <laughs> like not even looking at the bill when you go out to dinner, and so like that's that's now like sort of the joke of like, "Ooh, that's rich people things." <laughs> but I don't even remember what got us started on that topic. But yeah, it was just that's you know, it's it's growing up and like even just even something as simple as that as like now i know i have the money in my bank account you know what i mean like i know when i get paid i know when most of my bills are due i get emails on all of them but like i have to memory you know oh it's sometime this week or you know i can't remember if it's the 24th or the 25th like this bill or whatever but I have my stuff, you know what I mean, that I that I either have automatically set to get paid or what have you. And it's trying to just get back on sort of a, a, a again, not like a regimented thing of like, wake up this time, whatever. But like, I'm trying to, it's taken me a little bit longer than it has for, for a lot of people my age and especially around here because most people around here um, that are my age, actually, most of them have kids that are about to graduate high school. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, oh, well, uh, 
I don't know if you saw the thing that I posted a few weeks ago. Uh, my cousin got married. Absolutely gorgeous ceremony and whatnot. And um, I went, I it took place at the, so I live above a pizza shop, which also has like a catering hall side to it. Mm-hmm. And that's where the wedding was, was the catering hall side. So I live right upstairs. I took the weekend off from work and, you know, and I went to the, to the bartender who I know, because again, it's the the people that I rent from. And I went and I said, I am off of work for the weekend. I said, uh, I am the last one of all of my cousins to either be to, to not be in a relationship uh, be divorced, have kids, any of that sort of stuff. And I live right upstairs. So I don't have to worry about driving home. Please. Oh, please make these drinks strong. Cause it was an open bar. So, <laughs> cause I was like, yeah, we're drinking like partially depressing and you know, whatever. But I was like, I'm the, I'm the last one to, you know, be like I said, relationship, married, divorced kids, any of that sort of stuff at my cousin, you know, my younger cousin's wedding, make the drink strong. <laughs> oh yeah. I want triples. Hey man, you live right upstairs. That's the best. I can't blame you on that one. That, that's, I mean, that's how I would have rolled to that one too. And that's, I mean, it wasn't like I, they, they were strong, but again, I'm not, we talked about this before, I think before we started, like, I'm not a big, I'm not a big drinker, you know, like I, it's been almost a year for me. I, I know. March I know. Will be, whenever I went to Texas for the wedding, the picture I just showed you, literally the picture I showed you the suit. That's the last time I drank alcohol. That was, I could should look that up. That was like last March or April almost been a year since i've drank alcohol and what's crazy is again man my, the, the lifestyle i live in the way i live life like it's not even something that's talked about like i'm not even a, like i don't hang out with anybody so nobody's trying to drink well i said to you before before we started um you know i went out with a few people from work or, you know, I, I got one or two of my friends together and it was like, hey, you know, I know we're not doing anything this Saturday. So, and it, again, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, let's go get blackout drunk. It was mostly it was let's get out of, you know, let's let's get out of our heads. Let's get out of, you know, I'm sitting in my apartment. You're sitting in your apartment. You're sitting in your house. Like, let's actually go out. And most of that night was actually just spent driving around, really, because everything closes pretty early around here anymore, even on a Friday night or Saturday night, you know. So it was like, let's just go out. And it was mostly just the three of us hanging out together. You know what I mean? It wasn't, again, it wasn't necessarily like, let's get blackout drunk, guys, like sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hope not. You were driving. Correct. <laughs> and that's the other thing is I know I I know how to pace my actually when I went out with the uh, with the work people a few weeks ago, a uh, month ago, whatever it was, I, uh, they you know, I was the last one of our group to leave 
because I was like, I need to sit here for a little bit because I know that I am not confident enough to safely drive home right now. You know, and and I'm not saying that as like a like a big thing, but I I know when I can and I know when I can't. And I know other people who don't think about that at all. Give me the kiss. I'm fine. You know what I mean? No, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why well, I said something. But I, I made my I, I made myself a promise before I got my license that I would I would not purposely put myself in that position. Because as somebody who used to walk the streets at night, you know, like to get home from work or whatever, especially along, you know, like a state route or anything like that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be putting myself in a position where if someone else is walking, they are in, or if someone else is driving or whatever, that they are in danger because of me. Yeah, man. Nah, it's responsible. That's what every responsible adult should be doing. I mean, that's that's the thing. People don't take into consideration other people's lives. Everybody's selfish. Everybody's me, 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 me. Uh, it's going to cost me a lot of money if I do this. Oh, I got to leave my car here. I'm going to be inconvenienced in life until you inconveniently kill someone. And now you now your life's inconvenienced. Right. You know, what about the mother or father or sister or brother or kid that you just stole away from a family? like? Again, man, that's, and I'm not trying to sit here and say I'm a saint. I won't ever do it again. I won't get behind the wheel if I've had a sip, even a sip of alcohol. But that's because I've been to jail for that shit. I, I got a DUI. I got locked up. I, I don't, I got off the, that was the luckier side of the two scenarios. Getting pulled over and going to jail or getting in an accident and killing someone. So, granted, you're talking... 2006 <laughs> so I mean you're talking almost a lifetime ago but you know that that definitely put things in perspective I mean that's that's the hardest trouble I've been in and the most trouble I've been in and I've that shit's put me right on a, a, a good path I mean I wasn't about that life I'm not for jail bro <laughs> Not meant to be confined in those walls. There was a, there was actually, a, it was a thing. Uh, yes, I'm going to, I'm not going to say the name, but it's that app that we talked about quite a bit at the beginning. And it was a, it was a sound that I ended up using where it was somebody going, okay, here's today's daily affirmation. Om, people are idiots, but I cannot slap them because I am not built for jail. Om, you know, like. <laughs> Dude. And, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm 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 definitely if you're not, I'm not. You're ten times tougher than I am. So <laughs> I mean I would survive, but I'm not built for it. I would I, was, I would you're right. Well, I, but I also am confident enough to know that after I've survived what I have, I would survive just about anything, but doesn't you mean ever, you don't you don't come out unscathed. Did you ever watch uh Scrubs? No. 
Okay. So there was one I was, when I was hanging out with my cousin the other day, I was showing him. Oh, cause we were talking about, I don't remember how we got onto it, but I, I mentioned something that there's a, there's a, an episode where the main guy um, talks about how, when he goes uh, to the bathroom and he goes to number two and he takes his pants all the way off because his, somebody told him like, you know, humans are the, the only animals that wear pants you know, and it's so and it's so constricting and and whatever. So then he went and used someone else's bathroom, and unfortunately, he had a medical thing that it caused him to pass out every time he pooped. So they came into their house, and he's there, passed out, pantsless on the floor. So then he got sent to jail, and he's talking about it a little a little later, and he in jail in like the big holding cell where they have like multiple people or whatever. Yep. He he took his pants off to go poop and everybody and then he passed out and everybody was like, dude, that's badass. Like they <laughs> thought that that was like a tough guy thing to do. And so then he goes, he's like, I even got in the gang and I even got to initiate other members. And then it cuts to him. And he's like, like, you know, the main guy from Scrubs. Yeah. Right? Know. Yeah. So he's there. And he's like, they're all kicking like a new guy. And he's like, yeah, you like that? You punk bitch. Like <laughs> all because it was badass that he took his pants off and passed out while he pooped. <laughs> I can't, I can't call it for the passing out, but it, it, it does feel good to, to, to slide your boxers off and just be free. Oh, know? it does. Yeah, no, it really does. After I saw that episode all those years ago, I was like, I wonder. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> oh, I've done it. I've done it so many times throughout life. Just usually, usually when I used to get fucked up and I'd be like fucked up the next day or even that night, or I'd be like kind of out of it. Oh yeah. Just be like, Oh man, I don't need these things on me anymore. Yeah. Hi friends. This is Ruth from just plain crazy face art of Northeast Pennsylvania. We are now accepting bookings for birthday parties as well as festivals. We offer face painting, glitter tattoos, as well as henna body art. We also offer the option of adding games or crafts to your party as well. Please check out our party services page on our website, justplaincrazyfaceart.com. Our face painting is done with water-based cosmetic products that are easily removed with soap and water. Let us use our 18-plus years in business to help you add color and fun to your event. We also have a large network of talented face art friends around the world. So even if we're not local to you, we probably know artists who are. Feel free to contact us to put you in touch with artists in your area. I mean, I go through stages, though, man. I've, <clears throat> I've gone through sleep and nude stages. I, shoot, when I lived in California, I stopped wearing underwear for like two years. Well, see, I, am, just... I am very much the opposite. I used free to be. Ball. I like. I'm a free bird, bro. I need to be free. I need to roam and run and just oh, peacock. I used to. Did I ever tell you that I used to be the guy who wore double, triple layers all the time? Even the first time I went to Hawaii, I was wearing two layers of pants and two layers of shirts every day. Why? I Wait, don't who, know. Who wears two pants, bro? That sounds so uncomfortable. Well, it was like the, and you gotta like do you unzip but do both of them have zippers? It That's was two... it was pajama pants underneath my regular pants. D does it even have a way for you to pull your 
penis out when you gotta go to the bathroom? What's going on here, there's man? A, I'm good. I'm confused. There's a flap. There's a flap. <laughs> I'm a little confused. This is the hottest shit in Hawaii. It is. <laughs> oh, Paul, I don't mean to laugh, but that's just. Have I never? Hilarious. I've never told you this. No, you didn't tell me this shit. I'd remember oh. you wearing two clothes in Hawaii, man. Oh yeah, if you if you ever see picture even even shorts like if i'm wearing like i wear jorts a lot if i'm wearing like shorts or anything it was there was always like a pair of like pajama or basketball shorts underneath those i mean i used to wear basketball shorts underneath my shorts when i worked in philly and it was the dead of winter that's what got me started doing it was it was winter it was cold and so i started wearing double layers and then for whatever reason it just stuck and it was all the time. And it didn't really stop. Well, I don't know if I want to say why. Now I'm realizing how that story ends. <laughs> Yo, all I got to say is, however, I'm glad that you don't do this anymore. Unless, re- unless you're still doing this. and then we gotta, I'm not. I'm not. We, we need just, to have an intervention. I'm not. But I just realized how that story ends. <laughs> Uh, what, did you, did you shit your pants? No, no, no. I'll have to tell. No, but I think I think that happened once years and years and years back. Maybe that's why I, I wore <laughs> double layers too, was because then it would be less likely to show through my main pants. Whoa, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> when you shit your pants, you got to take everything off and get rid of it instantly. Well, yes, bro. obviously. I don't care yeah. if you got to walk around naked. You, you, you discard that clothing. You burn it if you can. So but if, if you, it didn't, if it didn't get through to through the through the outer layer, you could still wear the jeans. Not if it's on the inside. I don't care if it didn't go out. If it's on the inside, oh nah, man. If I'm, I'm wearing good. if I'm wearing boxers, and then pajama pants, and then jeans, and it didn't get past my boxers, I can get rid of the boxers, potentially <laughs> even the pajama pants. But the jeans are fine. The jeans are safe. It's like a built-in layer. If you're wearing all of that for any reason, I'm not worried about you shitting your pants. We need to go fucking talk to somebody. <laughs> I need to check you into a padded room or something because that's just I'm, I'm I, again, again cold. I'm for, but man, Hawaii, Jesus. Yeah, you go back and look at any picture now, of me that first time in Hawaii. The second now, time I didn't do it so much. Some day, one or two days, but not as much. I do but, agree with it for shirts. Oh, yeah, multiple layers on shirts is, you know. Because when it's hot and you sweat, if you're wearing a layer underneath and it's not like a lot of sweat, that shirt will catch it and it won't bleed through to the outer layer. That I'm okay with. Well, yeah, even now I wear like a white shirt underneath my dress shirts and things. Yeah, I mean, I double up because I'd wear like long gray fuckboy shirts and then a black shirt over it so that I have those little tails. But I wear a lot of those when I like, especially right now it's gray sweatpants season. So I wear them so that hangs over my crotch a little bit. Cause I want them to make sure they're looking me in the eyes. You say gray sweatpants. Season. That's, that's AKA stepdad season. That's what <laughs> that's a AKA stop looking at my crotch girl and look at my eyes. <laughs> Hey, my eyes are up here. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm um, okay, so saying. I'm going to tell you how this story ends, and I'm going to debate afterwards 
if it's something that I should keep. No, you know what? I'll just tell you after. I can't. I can't say it. I can't because I don't want to have to go back and potentially and edit it. it. Yeah, yeah, where to cut it out? Yeah, no. I'll just. I'll tell you. I'll just keep making random noises so you can't cut it out and you have to leave <laughs> it in. I'll just tell you when we're uh, when we're done with the episode. <laughs> That's so great, man. We. It's funny though that we go through these. Like I said, man. Like. When I when I didn't wear underwear in California, some people would be like, "That's the most disgusting thing ever." And then some some people, and I, I say people, but mostly girls, might just grab and say, "Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. You don't." I mean, it it, ha- it had its conveniences, and then sometimes it didn't. But I didn't wear underwear for like two years, and it was interesting. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't. I can't. Like, I can't sleep naked. I can't I've, any of that stuff. I wore string bikinis too for a while when I was doing MMA. They're like bikini bottoms with strings on the side, so you have full range of mo- movement with your legs, like a banana hammock, a speedo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like a speedo, but real thin. Like I'm talking string on the side, like cover in the front, cover in the back, and then just like string along your hip line on the side, but. Um, that's the that, that's the that, promotional image for this episode. <laughs> yo, I might I, I might have a I might legit have a picture of me in them. I believe on Cherie's back of Cherie's couch when I went in their house one night with Kevin, and I was like, "Yo, I gotta take a fucked up picture." <laughs> um, nah, I was doing MMA, and this dude, I I made a comment about like the boxers I was wearing. I was like, I you know, we're rolling around on the ground. We're in between each other's legs. I was like, I don't like how it's holding my junk. Like I'm moving too much and I don't want to move while we rolling around homie. Like, I don't want like no movement. And, uh, dude was like, Oh bro, I'm telling you these, these are the way to go. They sell them at Walmart, blah, blah, blah. And I wore them for like 10 years. (laughs) I mean, Fair enough. To each their own, I guess. I just, I, 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 yeah. No, I mean, I don't expect any. Like, I mean, they they were one of those things that they kind of worked for me. Like they kind of fit my personality. I, you know, I got a lower stomach tattoo. Like it just kind of worked for me. They they worked. I didn't really get any complaints from the ladies, but you know. Fair enough. I also don't trust girls, so who knows? They're all liars. I uh, <laughs> well, I think we talked about this. I gave up. I gave up dating and relationships and relations and all that sort of stuff a few months ago. So, Paul, that's why we just need to make a bunch of money, and then we can just like basically have hot girls around, and you'll know they're only there because you have money. And then when you don't want them around, you don't have them around. It's fucking beautiful. Well, it leads back into the motivation. What's the uh, what's the motivation? What's the ultimate end goal? What's the you know <laughs> to live like Hugh Hefner? I don't know to ball out to have well, fifty. Uh, you know what, man? I, I think it, man, maybe just have like twenty five good kids, just spread out across continents, different nationalities. That's the goal. What are you, Nick Cannon? <laughs> no shit, man. I got one. I'm good. Me, uh, me and my cousin actually it, it started us on this whole thing that's actually it's by the time I think 
somewhere it'll be somewhere in the mix of this episode there's a, a multi-part uh paul and all that we did um and uh we got to talking about nick cannon and his kids and how he he has i think 11 kids yep um and it's interesting because he has like two with mariah carey obviously and then like kid number three the mom is also the mom of kids number like seven and eight yep and then like the you know it it, it goes like that where like each woman like they're not in a row it's not like one two three four five six seven like whatever it's like one two or it's like what yeah one two three seven eight and then like four five like whatever it's i don't know the Kardashians and the Canons, unfortunately, I think are going to be like the future of society because there's so many of all of them. I don't know. Yo, have you seen the girls that he had kids with? No. Well, I mean, obviously Mariah Carey, but no, other than that, no. Oh, they're beautiful. Like stupid beautiful. I don't get his appeal. Uh, maybe he's got a big dick and knows how to use it. I don't know. I mean, apparently he has 11, 12 kids. Like, apparently he does know how to use it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't remember how I worded the question earlier. Because I was going to have it be the title of the episode. About like what's the what's the not what's the motivation, but what's the how did I say it before? Do you remember how I worded it? What what's the the motivation, the end goal? What what's what's what? It it was that, but it was I worded it better before. I'll have to whatever it is, I'll I'll have to go back and that's I think that's what I'm gonna title the episode. But like how how are you how are you working towards the the end goal or or something like that? But I feel like this is something that um we will have to check in maybe in a few months and see where we're at with because we obviously I mean I haven't necessarily said like what I've said, you know, a few goals, things like that. And you said, you know, you're trying to, to you know, you go to the gym and you're reading and all of these things. I and... joined every Facebook group for actors and acting and film production in North Carolina and Atlanta in the last two days, too. That's awesome. I've actually stayed since the new year. And granted, it's we're not that far into it. I've actually stayed away. I haven't been on Facebook at all. Um, But that's awesome. Because that's, I know that's something that you've been wanting to get back into as well. Yeah, so I'm trying but, to take the steps. Like I said, I, th I feel like we'll, I mean, in addition to other things, um, but I feel like we'll have to uh, check in with this um, in, you know, maybe a few months and see where we're, uh, where we're at. Sounds good to me. In the meantime, if they want to check in with you, anywhere else all across the internet and maybe track some things daily or weekly or however often you post things, where can they find you all around the internet? You can find me at Twitter 
at the magician. It's T H E M A J I S H N. And I'm Ellsworth certified over on IG. TikTok doesn't sponsor this, so I don't have them yet. But when they do, you'll find me there. <laughs> of course, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at JPGRB. I mentioned earlier, I have a daily Instagram that's JPCS.PICS. I suppose my TikTok is JPGRB90. That's nine zero only because the other one was taken, unfortunately. Uh, so I did break consistency there. You can find more about the two of us and various things. I mentioned some other shows and things like that. Ellsworth has been on pretty much every show that I do or have done or, you know, somewhere there about um, that's all on clock shelves. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, C-L-O-C-K-S-H-E-L-V-E-S. Uh, you could always get these episodes early and uninterrupted. Content Club is your hub, so go sub at patreon.com slash clockshelves. Once again, that's C-L-O-C-K-S-H-E-L-V-E-S. Ellsworth, thank you so much for uh, taking the time. I know you're probably going to go right to sleep after we finish this, um, but I appreciate you taking the time. It's always lovely catching up with you, and we will have to uh, do this again. Do you have anything else before we get out of here? Nah, man. Other than you all are beautiful beings. Stay blessed out there. Love each other more. Thank you, Paul. And until next time, he is Ellsworth. I am Paul, and that is all.